Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. Today, I'm going to be elaborating on a question that I got asking me about my thoughts on surgery. This is a really good question because it's something a lot of people are probably thinking about and wondering about as well. So today I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on surgery from a nervous system slash pain neuroscience perspective, because I know a lot of people come to me and will say things like, well, my doctor says that I need to have surgery or I'm thinking about having surgery, but I'm not totally sure if I want to do it, or I need to have surgery if I want to get better. Right? Like people tend to be all across the spectrum in where they land with the surgery and their opinions on surgery. Like some people are like convinced that they need to have surgery if they're going to get better. Some people are going to have surgery if their doctor says that they should. Some people were told that they need to have surgery or could consider having surgery, but they aren't totally on board with doing it. And some people like totally are not having surgery ever. With that being said, I'm curious where you're at on that scale, like on that spectrum. Like if that was a scale from zero being, I'm not having surgery ever to 10, I feel like I need surgery in order to feel better. Where are you at with that? Because no matter where you're at on that scale, no matter how badly you want surgery or don't want surgery or how badly you think you need surgery, the information that I'm going to be sharing today will still be helpful for you to consider. Personally, I've waited 10 years to have my surgery on my shoulder because I wanted to put it off at all costs. So I can see both sides of the coin here. Like I, I know what it's like to want to put off surgery and avoid it if you can. And then I also can see what it's like to really want the surgery. So now I wouldn't say that I was ever a 10 out of 10 on that scale, because I wasn't convinced that I needed the surgery or that it would totally solve my problem. But for me, I ended up going for it 10 years ago because, uh, or sorry, 10 years, not 10 years ago, 10 years after I started having the pain, because I thought if, if I could, if it could help me do my job without tearing up in pain, that would be worth a try. Okay. So here's the thing with almost all surgeries, they are typically either to remove something or repair something. Right. Um, and okay. So usually they, they will remove something or repair something for the most part, they may be removing a torn tissue, a frayed tissue, removing part of a disc, removing part of a bone spur, removing endometriosis, right. Or they're repairing something like 
repairing a muscle or a tendon tear, repairing a labrum. That's what they did on my shoulder. They repaired my labrum. They may be repairing some ligaments, repairing some joint instability by installing some screws and rods and cement, right? So typically the reason we do surgery in cases of chronic pain or any kind of pain is to either repair something or remove something, which means that the surgery is purely structural and mechanical, right? Like it's intended to make your joints stronger. It's intended to improve the strength of your muscles and improve the stability and mechanics of your joints for the most part, usually, right? Like there are some exceptions to that. And all of that makes total sense. But what I've seen in my experience, okay, and I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm a certified manual physical therapist. I am a board certified orthopedic clinical specialist, a certified chronic pain specialist. And I've been doing this since 2014. What I've seen in my experience is that surgery doesn't work so great for people with chronic pain. And I want you to listen to carefully to what I just said there. Surgery doesn't work so great for people with chronic pain. I didn't say surgery sucks for people with acute pain or with acute injuries. What I said was surgery doesn't work so great for people with chronic pain, chronic, meaning the pain that's been around for long, a long time, usually longer than a year. Okay. Now, if you said that you were maybe at an eight, a nine or a 10 earlier, you're totally on board with surgery. You're thinking about doing it convinced that you need surgery in order to feel better. This is going to be something that's going to be hard for you to understand. Surgery will not completely fix the pain problem. Okay. Endless research studies have shown that surgery is no better than physical therapy, except there's more risk involved with doing surgery than doing physical therapy. And I'm not even suggesting that physical therapy is all that great because we, we all know that you wouldn't be here if the physical therapy was working. And the reason why physical therapy doesn't work is the same reason why surgery doesn't work. So please pay attention here. Surgery repairs or removes one specific structure or mechanical issue. So for example, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you had a bone spur that was putting pressure on a nerve that was causing some nerve pain. That mechanical pressure on that nerve causes that nerve to fire, that nerve becomes sensitive. Changes occur in that nerve, making it easier for that nerve to fire. That nerve fires, it passes a message up to the spinal cord where after a while, the spinal cord changes. And now that original message from the first nerve starts getting amplified. The spinal cord makes the message bigger and it turns the volume up, so, so to speak. So then the brain will receive that message. And over time, there are changes in the brain that make it difficult for the brain to accurately process information that it's getting from the spinal cord. So the brain, because of these changes in the brain, the brain amplifies the, the response. It generates more pain. It amplifies the pain. And over time, over the years that you've had this pain, those pathways from the nerve to the spinal cord to the brain get stronger. The brain gets better and better at creating the pain. The pain gets bigger and bigger. Okay. And now let's, let's just say the surgeon goes in, removes that bone spur, taking pressure off that nerve. Great. Wonderful. Except that that nerve is already sensitized. The spinal cord is already sensitized. The brain is already sensitized. The pain pathways are already strong and automated. And when we remove the bone spur, the nerve sensitivity issue doesn't vanish. Just like any amputee 
will tell you that their pain didn't completely go away when the limb was amputated. When we repair a tendon or a labrum or a muscle or cartilage or a hypermobile joint or a disc bulge, those nervous system changes don't simply vanish. They're still going to be there. So the problem isn't going to be solved when you have surgery. Now that the, the only problem is, is not just that structural issue. The whole problem involves the nervous system that's already sensitized and the pain pathways are strong and they're not going anywhere, right? And the next problem is you need to be pretty darn sure or confident that that bone spur and that nerve are the only things contributing to your pain problem. And again, in my experience, they're most often not. Because when anyone has pain for long periods of time, we start to see muscle and joint imbalances, right? Like certain muscles that are getting overused, that are causing pain and soreness, pressing, putting pressure on the nerves and causing all this achy discomfort. And there are certain muscles that are not activating properly or, or they're super weak. So they're not doing their job to provide stability to the joints and are not helping move the joints correctly. And therefore that's causing more pain and more discomfort. And then there are typically other joints nearby in the spine, the pelvis, the hips, and the shoulders, all that are contributing to this pain problem as well. They're getting stiff. They're not sliding and gliding and rolling properly, which can also all cause more pain, right? And removing a bone spur isn't going to change those factors. So how do you know that it's truly just a bone spur that's causing your pain? If you're waiting to do anything about your pain until you have surgery, because you think it's going to solve the pain problem, you better be pretty darn confident that your pain has nothing to do with some of that other stuff, like the range of motion in your big toe or the way that you walk or your nervous system, right? Otherwise it's not going to go anywhere, even if you have surgery. Okay. So I've already mentioned that number one, no matter what you're going in for surgery for, if you have chronic pain, you have some sensitivity of your nervous system. And that is not going to change when you have surgery. In fact, it will probably get worse. Number two, you've got to be a hundred percent confident that the structure being operated on the tissue or structure that's being repaired or removed is the only thing causing the pain. And number three, if you do decide to have surgery, whether you have an acute injury, like a bone sticking out of your leg, or you have chronic pain that's been around for years, surgery is something that you cannot go back from. And surgery makes nervous system sensitivity worse. Okay. So even if that bone spur was really pressing on that nerve, and that was a huge pain generator for you, removing that spur may take pressure off of that nerve, but the, the cutting that it took to, to get there will cause more sensitivity. Okay. So the tiny nerve endings in our tissues do grow back when they're cut, they grow back as free nerve endings, meaning they are super sensitive and they grow back in a spider web fashion. So they, they start covering a larger area than ever before. So no joke with surgery, even with an arthroscopic or orthoscopic, those procedures that just poke little holes, the pain can get bigger than it was before. And I've seen it many, many times where a whole new nerve sensitivity issue developed after surgery that completely changed the pain and made everything worse. 
And I know for a fact that someone is on here is going to jump in and say, oh, I felt so much better after having my surgery. And maybe that even they'll even claim that it cured them. And those people, from what I've seen, are very special snowflakes. Like that is not the norm. They're actually quite rare. And so if you take anything away from this talk today, I hope that you hear me say that surgery is often not the only solution to the pain problem, or it's not the, it's not the only solution. Even if you're convinced that you need to make, uh, you need to have surgery to make you feel better, no matter what your pain is or what kind of structural or mechanical issue you have going on, you a have a nervous system. And B, if you've had pain going on for a long time, you have changes in your nervous system that are causing and contributing to your pain problem. Ultimately, this is not me saying that you shouldn't have surgery. Like that is your decision. You need to discuss that at length with your doctor and get multiple second opinions, make an informed decision. And if you do decide to have the surgery in the end, that's okay too. Like you can still work on retraining your nervous system during that process or before or after that process during that surgery. There is nothing wrong with doing a surgery and working on retraining your nervous system at the same time. There is no reason why we can't do that. In fact, it's perfectly safe to do it. And it's absolutely something I would recommend. Like if my mom was to have surgery, I would make her work on her nervous system retraining throughout that process. Okay. So remember that so that you can do both. You can retrain your nervous system and have surgery, or you can retrain your nervous system and do physical therapy or massage therapy or injections or whatever you're already doing or planning to do, because it doesn't have to be an either or kind of a thing, because there are multiple variables causing your pain, including your nervous system. And there is no harm in doing more than one at once. Okay. So let me, let me know what you've learned here today. Let me know in the comments, let me know if this was some new information to you. And if you, if you had any aha moments, I'd love to know your thoughts on surgery. And if your thoughts have changed at all after listening to this, as always, I love, I'd love to talk to you more about your pain and what you've tried and what is and isn't working and how I might be able to help you retrain your nervous system to tackle your pain problem from all angles. So just send me a DM or even better, you can set up a time to chat with me on the phone, which is the best way to get some clarity on this issue. I will leave a link in my, to my calendar in the description and you can just go in there and find a time that works for you. Thanks for watching and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.